Oh, my goodness. Welcome to Leaving the Yarn. We got a minute after the hour, and it's good to be with you again today. And I'll be honest with you, for a second consecutive day, and, and there's going to be a lot of grief on this one, we have a, a co-host who's running late, apparently. Billy Lavender, Razorback Billy, told me last week he comes bopping in just as we get ready to go. He said, you were worried, weren't you? You were nervous. I went, no, nah, no, nah, you're never going to, you'll never be late. He said, no, nah, no, nah, I'm, I'm never late. He said, I'm, I'm, I, I'm close, but I'm never late. Well, I'm looking at the clock. I'm looking at an empty chair. And I think the word never no longer applies for Razorback Billy. We're waiting on him as, uh, you know, it's his day. It's time to talk Texas high. Big game this week. They've got Marshall in a showdown for really the top spot. I know there's still White House out there and a couple other schools that may have something to say about this. But in, in all honesty, at least where we are right now, you kind of get the sense if the uh, Tigers take care of business Friday and uh, handle up on the Mavericks, then they should have the inside track to a district championship yet again for Jerry Stanford. I'm not going to say it's all over. As I said, there's some other schools out there that are having fine years. White House has been okay again. Not, to, But this one kind of looks like on paper, you get this one, you're pretty much in the catbird seat if you're trying to make your way to the final here. And, of course, we're also supposed to talk about Arkansas Razorback stuff. And maybe if I was Razorback Billy and I'm, rock, I'm walking around with that moniker, after yet another frustrating Saturday for the University of Arkansas, maybe I wouldn't show up for a show today. Maybe I'd rather not talk about the Razorbacks. Maybe I'd rather just go ahead and say, you know what, I'll uh, continue doing whatever I'm doing, and uh, we can avoid that because, you know, we kind of held on to that, waiting for it for, for Wednesday for Billy to show up and then uh, unload with the Razorbacks. You know, they weren't awful. We'll do that. When we do that much, they weren't awful. We'll wait till he gets here, and then we'll talk more, but they weren't awful. Or with Razorback Billy, you, you want to talk, you know, he's a cowboy guy. Talk to cowboys. There's a little more cowboy news today. I love the fact that they're pushing back on the George Kittle shirt. In fact, the NFL today is coming out and saying there may be a fine when uh, Mr. Kittle, the tight end for the 49ers, flashed the shirt after scoring one of his touchdowns, the uh, expletive Dallas shirt. How's that for being politically correct? Probably is going to be something to the tune of about a ten, eleven thousand dollar $11,000 fine. That's what the NFL usually gives you for an out-of- approved uniform clothing that you're displaying during the game. Like, they've got a very strict code about things. Trust me, that that shirt doesn't apply on the code for any NFL event, but uh, on game day in particular, you're very much limited on what things you can have on your person because the Shield actually is uh, very cognizant of the fact that they don't want to make anybody unhappy. Some things have specific, unique sponsors. You can't wear a different piece of equipment if it happens to be with a a sponsor's uh, competition, so you're limited in that kind of thing. Color scheme kind of things, unless there's a um, 
you know, wait October, Breast Cancer Awareness Month. We'll have a lot of pink out stuff where guys are going to be adding that to their typical uniform. But they have to wait until those approved weeks to be able to add those kinds of things. Um, but George Kittle's going to get a fine, and he's going to end up having to write the check probably for about ten, eleven thousand dollars to the NFL. I think that's the number I saw, ten thousand and some change. Not that a guy who's making multi millions is that hurt by it, and he's probably going to get a lot more mileage out of it for. I'm not going to say endorsements, but he's going to get a lot more mileage out of it for selling George Kittle's stuff. That'll probably pay off the ten thousand dollar fine. He did, however, attract the attention of one. Uh, Micah Parsons, who, and I, you know, I don't know where to where to go with this. So Sunday's game was the showdown that was going to catapult the Cowboys into a place where, even as Jerry Jones said on his radio show last week, 49ers look like the team to beat in the NFC, but to be that, they've gonna they're gonna have to go through us twice, hopefully. Once in the regular season, once in the playoffs. They're going to have to go through us twice. So Jerry had this built up as a, you know, this is a showdown game. This is a team that's going to matter. You're going to have to get to the Super Bowl by probably going through the 49ers or Eagles. Do you need any more motivation? They've knocked you out of the playoffs the last two years. They've made questions pop up constantly about the quality of your quarterback, especially when you're comparing them to theirs. That Brock Purdy, a last-round pick, a last pick pick in the draft is outperforming the you know 50 million dollar Dak Prescott all that's already there we 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 know all this ad nauseum right so going into Sunday night's game do you need any more motivation if you're the Dallas Cowboys I mean I wouldn't think you need any big speech in the locker room I wouldn't think you need anything on the you know we talked about the the Longhorns and the Sooners and the fact that that Oklahoma had the ability to to write up 49 nothing on their board and leave it there all year long if they wanted to to get guys stoked back up again to the fact that this rivalry game went so one-sided a year ago we cannot allow that to happen again and and you know still have our manhood still have our girlfriends and the the Sooners responded they played well they played like they were on the same level with with UT even though you know I apparently said last week I thought the Longhorns would win either way they showed up so the Cowboys laid an egg Sunday again all common knowledge well here's where I am though so Micah Parsons responding to the t-shirt he says, George Kittle's a friend of mine. He's my boy. Like him. But he didn't need to do that. He just made it personal. And if he wants to make it personal, well, then we make it personal too. All right. I like Micah Parsons. I think he's one of the top three defensive guys in the NFL right now. He may soon be the best. I think he, I think Bosa and Watt and him are about the three best defensive players in the NFL today. He's got he's he's honest about his his uh, things that he says on his podcast. He's entertaining. He doesn't shun the media. He says what he thinks. I like Micah Parsons. I like Micah Parsons. But if you're the Dallas Cowboys or if you're a fan of the Cowboys. 
are you like, yeah, that's it. Now we're going to go get him because their tight end wore a blank Dallas shirt under his uniform and flashed it to the camera after he scored a touchdown on Sunday when they were handing us our lunch money or stealing our lunch money, if you will, handing us our lunch. That's the thing that's going to get the Cowboys. So if we see him in the playoffs, now you've got the motivation you finally need. Not the back-to-back losses in the playoffs. Not the fact your owner just said that's the team to beat. Not the questions from the national media about are, are the Cowboys on. None of that is going to be enough to stoke you to beating the Niners. It's a T-shirt the guy wore after he scored that's going to get everybody ready to roll. You know, I don't see it. I especially don't see it in a game that was, you know, a 32-point and could have been a lot worse beatdown. Now, if you're telling me it was a 31-27 game and we're all right there and that little oomph of motivation, well, that kind of makes you mad. Uh, mm. You know, 49ers and Cowboys have had this before. We on this show years ago talked ad nauseum about one George Teague going and waylaying Terrell Owens as T.O. celebrated on the star after scoring a touchdown at, uh, at, at Cowboy Stadium. And how everybody thought the George Teague hit was exactly what should have been exactly right. You disrespecting us in our house. You know how teams are about their stuff at the middle of the field. Oregon's all about the O. Colorado's all. Everybody's all about their thing on the middle of the field. Don't respect our th- disrespect our thing. And here's T.O., who definitely disrespected the star. No question. And Teague's response was a run across the field, knock the crap out of him. Here's the message. So these two years, they've been doing this for years. But this one just seems so stupid. This is so stupid. And, 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 and the comment about you want to make it personal, well, we can make it personal. It's been personal. They've been humiliating you for the last couple of years. Granted, they weren't beatdowns like this one was, but they were season-ending losses. This is your thing? The shirt. Debo Samuel responded today to Micah Parsons' response, which is, you thought that was bad. (laughs) We could have beat him down worse than that and didn't. Don't worry, we'll see him again, and we'll remember this. We, We can beat him worse than this. I think the 49ers are now duly motivated just as much as the shirt was for, for Micah Parsons or Micah, Micah Parsons' comments about it being personal now doing the same thing for the 49ers. You didn't gain an edge. You didn't get... It, 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 it to me is a sad response. Micah Parsons, you saw the shirt, forget the shirt. Laugh it off. Great. 
They did. They did mess us up. We'll be there. We'll we'll see him again in the playoffs. The end. I, I just thought it seems a lot to do about nothing. But anyway. All right, we're almost through first segment. About to take a break here in a couple minutes. Coming up uh, in the rest of the show, certainly want to talk about the Razorbacks. There's some stuff that's going on the last day or so that uh, some real intriguing forum conversation that's going on surrounding the Razorbacks and the fact that the season is getting away because the way the SEC schedules Arkansas. And we'll put that hand in hand with some concerns from uh, from Deion Sanders about the scheduling in the Pac-12 because uh, he's got a Friday night game in Palo Alto this weekend. And uh, obviously Dion's not a fan of the day or the time to be playing a football game in California when the rest of the nation's either at a high school game or by the time they kick off, probably going to be in bed. So uh, in, intriguing little conversations concerning schedules. Uh, and also uh, on the uh, show today, we want to talk a little bit about uh, the Georgia-Kentucky. And it's not a brouhaha because it's, again, uh, a coach's talk. But I, I want to at least chime in on that for a minute as well because I think that's a thing. And how about the Rangers? Yesterday we led off talking about baseball. I know it's uh, not a big thing that everybody wants to hear about, but the Rangers yet again come through when you aren't really sure do they have it in them to come through one more time. They uh, are shocking folks right now and are sitting in a place where they haven't been since 2011, and I don't think they're even close to being done yet. We got music. We'll take a break. It's about 14 and a half after the hour, leaving the yard. Chuck Zach, here on The Fan, 107.9. Anheuser-Busch is celebrating the 19th anniversary of the world-famous Budweiser Clydesdales. Come see them up close November 1st through 4th at the Front Street Festival Plaza in downtown Texarkana. And get your tickets now to see the country's most exciting new artist, Priscilla Block, Friday, November 3rd. The gates open to the block party at 5, presented by Bush Light. All purses and bags must be see-through. No coolers allowed, but bring your lawn chairs for the Bush Light Block Party November 3rd, downtown Texarkana. October is National Breast Cancer Awareness Here's Joe Livingston.
20 ribeyes for 40 bucks. The Mega Blowout Meat Sale is back. Get down to the Jackson Hewitt, 3420 North State Line in Texarkana, and Tractor Supply, 1030 South Constitution Avenue in Ashdown, today through Saturday from 9 a.m. to 7 p.m. each day. Buy in bulk and save. Chicken, pork, seafood, and steaks as low as $4 a steak. Get down to Jackson Hewitt, 3420 North State Line in Texarkana, and Tractor Supply, 1030 South Constitution Avenue in Ashdown. 20 ribeyes, 40 bucks. Cash, credit, and debit cards accepted. Save big and stock up huge with Cattle Club Direct. Victor deployed for the first time to Afghanistan in 2003. At 4 in the morning, my phone rang. They said, I regret to inform you that your husband was wounded in action. Victor sustained a moderate traumatic brain injury. I was doing school full-time, and I was also then caring for Victor. One of the most important elements of caregiving is taking care of yourself. I just didn't want to forget that I also had goals and that I also had a life. What I did is I challenged Victor to meet me halfway. There are almost six million military and veteran caregivers across the nation. We have our own journey and we can fulfill that journey at the same time that we are helping our loved one. Visit aarp.org caregiving for a free military vet guide to navigate your caregiving journey and better care for your loved one and yourself. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. You're listening to Leaving the Yard on 107.9. Brought to you by Liberty Island ISD and our studio sponsor, Eagle Distributing. Welcome back. 18 and a half after the hour, leaving the yard, Chuck Zach, in an empty chair. I'm spending my time with the uh, the ghost of Billy Lavender. If you know Billy, you may want to pick up the phone and go, hey, are you all right, man? You're supposed to be on the radio. Because uh, right now, he's MIA. A couple of things before we get to, I know before the break, we talked about some of the uh, things I wanted to talk about. There are two human interest things I want to throw out there today uh, before we move on, because I certainly don't want to go through the show and not uh, not get to them. Uh, last night, uh, National Hockey League began its regular season. Yay, if you're a hockey fan down here, there's not a whole heck of a lot of them, but occasionally you get one. Uh, the, the, the thing I did want to point out, though, if you weren't paying attention, if you're not a hockey guy, uh, Barry Melrose, he of the world-class mullet was a player in the nhl coached he was a coach for wayne gretzky's team when gretzky um took the uh contract with the los angeles kings back in the uh what late 80s early night i guess early 90s and since 96 barry has been really the face of the National Hockey League on ESPN. He and John Butchergrass have been the two guys who do hockey night once the season starts, and they'll run it all the way through. They would have started it this week, and they'll run it all the way through the end of the Stanley Cup. And he's been a great ambassador for the sport. Uh, He's not quite Don Cherry, if you remember Don Cherry of the bizarre sports coats all the time. But Barry's really been entertaining, and he's really been good for younger fans. Don was an older guy. Barry was a younger when we started in this broadcasting business. And has really been a good connection to – Yeah, actually reminds me uh, a little bit of John Cooper, the guy who used to be the coach here in Texarkana for the Bandits, who's now the uh, 
the uh, multi-time Stanley Cup winning champion up in Tampa Bay, the Lightning. Just reminds me a little bit of, of him's demeanor, the way uh, maybe a Canadian hockey thing. I don't know. All I know is that uh, um, really unfortunate news came out yesterday. As the season's getting ready to begin, uh, Barry makes the announcement that he's suffering from Parkinson's disease now. Uh, for those not familiar with Parkinson's, typically it's associated with you know guys who took hits to the head a lot. Muhammad Ali had it. Uh, towards after his boxing career was over. Michael J. Fox has been suffering from Parkinson's. Um, and he, he, I don't think, I mean, last time we saw Barry was back in the spring. So he was, he seemed to be fine back in the spring, but things must have quickly advanced over the summer because he's not even to start this year. I think he's going to focus on what the Parkinson's disease diagnosis means what kind of treatment if any can you get that that can slow this thing down and uh, doesn't want to endure that on camera in front of the world to see it and I get it Uh, it's a personal private thing Michael J Fox has been extremely uh, I don't know what's the word I want to use he's been open to the public about his disease and he's let people watch his disease progress. And I think if you're somebody who gets that diagnosis of you have Parkinson's and you have watched the last 20 or odd years of Michael J. Fox's life, I don't think you want to do that in front of everybody as well. And so Barry Melrose having to retire from broadcasting or making the choice to retire, I think is one that's going to be glossed over real fast unless you're a big hockey guy. But this is a guy who was pretty darn important for the hockey community and and i hate to see him go like that second one that's come across in the last 24 hours and i don't know if you saw this one but at the time she was america's sweetheart mary lou retton the gymnast who really was uh i i think kind of helped to make the 19 was it 80 olympics in los angeles uh kind of gave it a face and got the you know Mary Lou haircut the whole nine yards and it just was the big smile nobody has a negative thing to say about Mary Lou Retton her family in the last day or two has posted that she is in intensive care and is dealing with apparently a really rare type of pneumonia this is all of a sudden really scary about is Mary Lou Retton, who's now uh, 55 years old. Is she going to survive this uh, this bout with pneumonia? Her daughter, she has four daughters, and her daughters had posted online that A, she was not doing well, but then B, that she doesn't have any health insurance. Now, I don't know what Mary Lou Retton's been doing post her gymnastics career she's been i'm sure around tv she's done dancing with the stars she's had a little odd things here and there Uh, she and her husband uh gotten divorced a few years ago um 2018 i think so she's been divorced for five years now almost six years the medical bills for what she's going through are going to be outrageous her family was asking for $50,000 to help with the cost. 
I mean, she's in intensive care. If you've had anybody in intensive care, this is not cheap. And she's been in now for several days. 50 grand, honestly, without insurance is going to, you know, barely make a dent in this bill. Well, apparently the world has listened and they're starting to share the postings from Mary Lou's daughters. And what we're getting is uh, the two now of, uh, last time I looked, about $275,000 has been raised in the past 24 hours, which is a far cry from the 50000 But I tell you what, it, it is a really huge indication about how people remember Mary Lou Retton. I mean, this is one of America's Olympic heroes in the last 50 years. If you're going to start to lay down the list of people, maybe not the best. I mean, she's not Simone Biles good. But for the for 1980, she had two perfect tens and was the first American woman to win the all-around Olympic title. That's pretty outstanding. And Americans have uh, have listened. They've responded to the uh, the request for some help and two hundred seventy five thousand dollars later. That's just in the last twenty four hours. Uh, we we expect that number is probably going to exponentially grow as this gets more and more attention. Um, but really, sad news for two really sweet people if you've seen them on tv one barry melrose and and two mary lou retton and so uh just want to make sure i didn't gloss that by before we uh we got onto other things today because that's pretty darn big deal i think all right we um we teased right before the end of the break about we'll come back to to arkansas uh rangers playoffs etc they'll wait today for the winner of the American League's other divisional series, Houston and uh, Minnesota, game four tonight of that series. The Twins trailing the Astros two games to one if they finish this thing off. I think the first game of the American League Championship Series, if I'm remembering from hearing it on uh, last night's broadcast, I think is Saturday, might be Sunday. So game one of the ALCS will be this weekend. And it's either going to be opening in Houston or opening in Minnesota. Twins were the divisional winner, so they would get the the nod over the Rangers for uh, hosting the four out of the seven-game series. Um, gosh, Astros won yesterday. Nice win. Look like they've got things right. Minnesota, which was barely over 500 team most of the year, probably got as much as they were going to get out of this and Houston you would expect maybe finishes them off today National League Philly at home now first game of the five game series in Philadelphia they're tied a game apiece Phillies lead the Braves that one is in the uh, fourth inning 6-1 Phillies with a lead there so they have a chance to go up two games to one later on tonight Arizona will host the Dodgers this one's a shocker Arizona up two games to none on a Los Angeles team that won 100 games a year ago and is in danger of being put out of the playoffs having the second best record in the National League and third best in the entire league in three straight games sounds familiar that's what happened to the 101 win Baltimore Orioles who just ran into a Ranger buzzsaw 
and Nathan Evaldi last night. Evaldi was just almost wonder had he been healthy all year long if the Rangers don't win the division. Not that it matters. We're at a place right now where who won what divisions don't matter. The only thing that matters potentially different is if Evaldi's healthy all year, and they can get another, you know, couple of wins out of his starts in the month or more that he was missing. Do they overtake the Astros and win the division? And and I'll say that to throw out, do they host four of the seven games in the American League Championship Series instead of only three? Not that it's mattered. Rangers have been a great road warriors. Two wins in Tampa, two wins in Baltimore. They've uh, won five straight playoff games. But, boy, they are just... They just are a buzzsaw right now. And, you know, I I feel a little bad for Baltimore. Not that, you know, as a Ranger fan, anybody should feel bad for the Orioles. But this is a team kind of like Texas that wasn't really on the radar for most journalists who are picking this stuff at the beginning of the year. In the offseason, it looked like, eh, Orioles are okay. They probably will finish under 500. I think the expectation was they're going to be something like 76 and 86, I think was the predicted record they thought Baltimore was going to be this year. Improving, but not good enough to continue with the big boys of Toronto and New York and Boston and obviously Tampa. They won 101 games. That's a 25-game miss by people who do this thing for a living picking how things are going to go. They didn't make any great acquisitions. They didn't pick up any MVP candidates or Cy Young Award winners or shore up their bullpen with, and I'm not taking shots at any other team. I'm just saying what they started the year with is what they finished the year with. Now the question for them is going to be, did we build a nice regular season team, but that doesn't have the ability to win in a short three or five or seven game series? Do we not really have an ace that we can roll out there? And if we do run into teams like Houston, like Texas, do we have the ammunition to be able to play with them? Great long. It's a different game playing a regular season, five man rotation. You're going to substitute guys a lot. Long, st- but but getting in the short series means you better have some game changers. You better have somebody that's going to carry you for a, a two or three or four game stint to be able to get you through, or have the pitching that's good enough to be able to handle that kind of series. Orioles didn't have any of that. It felt like had a great regular season run, twenty five game improvement than what they were thought to, but not good enough to win a game in a big time high money series. They got thinking to do about, do we just stay the course and young guys are going to get better and will be better? Or do they look to try to add something that's going to be that one vital piece they may be missing to try to win a short series? All right, we'll take a break. About 32 minutes after the hour. We'll come back. We'll talk a little college football when we return. Listen to Leaving the Yard here on The Fan 107.9. Get to the fight for the college hill. Big stop. 
I'm Rex Nelson. As a native Arkansan, I take pride in our state's natural beauty. And as someone who has been in all 75 counties, I've seen how prevalent litter is across our state. It's time for people to clean up our state for those who live here and to enhance Arkansas's image for those wanting to visit. Let's clean up Arkansas. Visit KeepArkansasBeautiful.com to do your part and get involved. This message brought to you by this station, the Arkansas Broadcasters Association, and the Keep Arkansas Beautiful Commission. Times get dark. We can't see the help that's all around us. Maybe you're not sure how you'll make it. Lost your job. Adopt U.S. Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting A Teenager Learning the Lingo Today we're going to help parents translate teen slang Now when a teen says something is on fleek It's exactly like saying that's rad It's that something is awesome or cool The other one is totes It's exactly like saying totally just shorter As in I totes love going to the mall with Becca here is jelly. Jelly is a shorter, better way to say jealous. As in, Chloe, I am like so jelly of your unicorn phone case. You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will think you're, um, rad just the same. To learn more, visit adoptuskids.org. A public service announcement brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt U.S. Kids, and the Ad Council. 25 minutes till top of the hour. Look what the cat drew again. Hey, the Razorbacks didn't show up the first half last week, so I mean, goodness. Wow. What's good to see you, Razorback Billy? Good to see you. I I tuned in to hear your show and notice there wasn't anybody sitting in my chair and thought, well, maybe he does need me. Maybe there's a guest man. I wonder, you should, was it this? I wonder who didn't show today. (laughs) Did you do that? No, I was like, well, because, uh, I mean, all all day long, you know, I'm a banker, so it's still Tuesday to me oh, yeah. this week. And uh, Well, man. and tomorrow's Friday, right? Isn't that bank, how banking works? Thursday's Friday? If you say it is, yeah. I, I, I definitely will roll with it that way, for sure. Yeah, there's I mean, a holiday on Monday. Don't you need to play golf Friday See, morning? Right. Or? It's Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, I mean, right? Friday morning, we got Tigers. I mean, yes. you got to leave to go to the Tiger Thank game. Thank you. It's all the way in Marshall. It's I know, right? Town. It's, what, is that six, seven hours? Yeah. Uh, 
from when Coach Stanford likes to leave, yes, it is. <laughs> I mean, we, you got to eat twice before the, you don't want to. Thank you. Yeah. You got to feed kids. That's right. I mean, this is this how, is about. How do you guys them. go about that anyway? On a road trip, how do you go about that? They uh, so so they like from a different place. It may be McAllister's or, yeah. or somewhere like that. They have sandwiches and chips and you know drink and whatever right. and they send it and it dep- really depends on if you're in dallas or but most of the places around here right when we right when they get there they get a meal and uh and will eat and that's that's everybody that's coaches right. trainer everybody uh sure. band uh, you know cheerleaders high steppers holy i mean cow. it's it's the whole gamut and then uh and then before they leave someone something will be delivered there uh, you know, pizzas or uh, you're feeding a bunch Chick-fil-A of Chick-fil-A or a bunch oh of yeah, people. yeah, holy cow! And they have a they have a, a truck uh, that uh, this is the same truck that carries all my stuff for the blow up right, and all right, that, right. Uh, and it carries all the water and Gatorades that you I mean could drink for ten years. And I think there was a a problem. I think I heard this like this is ten years ago, and someone passed out and whatever, and they said, hey we're going to take enough Gatorade and sure. liquids to to anybody so they don't have to you right. know go to the concession stand or whatever but yeah it's a it's like moving an army oh heck i mean they take freaking charters and what i mean it, it's a it's like a d1 program rolling into hallsville texas well but you know what you you've got kids who put a lot of time mm-hmm. into things and mm-hmm. and and coaches mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. who put a lot of time into stuff not every school's fortunate enough to be able to have the resources mm-hmm. to be able to travel like this, mm-hmm. but you see more and more of them are. They're getting their oh, yeah. own their own buses. Right. I can't remember who it was when I was doing PG games years ago. One of the first, one of the schools for the had first time charter. had their mm-hmm. own bus. They mm-hmm. had duck. They had wrapped it their own bus. I'm like what the heck? When did that start? You know, uh, Coach uh, McClure baseball. He's got a deal that if you get to the fourth round. Okay. We get charters, okay, but you don't do it before then. He said he loves to have that charter bus roll in on that first round and be sending them away yeah. with a with in a loss charter. on yeah. charter on the way home. Saying appreciate y'all, have a nice ride on the way. You want to change that to third round? Yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, it just depends on what your team is. Right. You know, that's right. Uh, it gives you something to shoot. Some for. years that's, you go second round. Yeah, well, I mean, whatever it takes. Yeah, whatever. But no, that's very cool. Yeah, you yeah. gonna keep? How long are you gonna keep doing this? I don't know. I, I mean, are you it. are you locked in? Like it. you want to do that? You're going to be the guy you know, out there for I've next had, ten I've had years. More people asking me this year just because it's my daughter's right senior, senior year. year. Uh, but I love it. I mean, I, I you know just being close to the program, sure. and I you know doors are open to me that that probably aren't right. uh, to most people. And uh, man, just seeing the just seeing kids succeed that's that's what's really cool. And uh, and there's a lot of it that goes on. Oh yeah, you know. So you're uh, gonna be doing this for a minute. You're yeah, not, you're I'm, not thinking. Yeah, she I mean, thinks you're done. I mean, I've been I've been fired for jobs that don't pay before. So I'm not saying that. <laughs> I, I'm saying I, I plan on sticking that's around. Right. Well, that's uh, awesome. Yeah, you, you always wonder. You know, yeah. it, it, when booster club presidents' kids walk away mm-hmm. when they graduate, mm-hmm. is that it? It's time for somebody else. And I mean, a you're you're wrapped up in it as a really big part of your life for and you've had two kids now go mm-hmm. through so you're mm-hmm. talking about what six seven years yeah. worth being wrapped up in it yeah and then all of a sudden and i know i had three kids go through high school and all the people that you knew when you went to games were part of that community from you know sixth grade to 12th grade 
Well, your kids don't go anymore. You know, so do I, you even bother going anymore? Your guy says you want to yeah. keep going, certainly. But, yeah. you know, for a lot of families, like, all right, well, my kids are going off to college. Now I want to go watch them play in college. And I'm going to leave on Friday and go it, spend the weekend with them. It would just be hard because I'm around these kids so much. It'd be hard for me. You know, it's hard for me to say, okay, well, I'm going to li- leave with this senior class. Well, then I've <laughs> I've gotten close to some sophomores. And, what you know, I mean, uh, so and, – and I got a lot invested in it and uh, you know time and energy but right. but if if anybody wants my title yeah we're they can have the booster really? club president i'll still do all the duties and stuff <laughs> but they can have have that uh you know you, you talk at the pep rallies oh, and yeah. do, do stuff like that but uh but no i i just enjoy being in close to all the kids and, and uh you know quinn went through this over at pg mm-hmm, quinn stanfield mm-hmm. who did a great job over oh, there man. and but yeah. at some point in time you're like you know, yeah my kid's well, playing it, here it, it's a it long takes, trip it takes a lot of time and uh and i'm i was probably you know, my daughter's not in athletics per se. She's right, in right, cheerleading. Right. Uh, but oh, you better uh, be careful. Well, that's, oh, no. that's right. That was uh, Razorback Billy no, saying that. But but as far as you know, I was probably at more uh, practices when my son was there. Sure. Uh, you know, my daughter doesn't want me coming to practice. No, I can't imagine why. Yeah, right. No. Uh, but uh, but as far as that, you know, but but I'm still I. Still Man, I'm still at every game, and you know, I mean, I. It's I hate it that they you know that like volleyball plays on the same nights, and that right. uh, you know you have then you have softball and baseball plays on the you know I mean I I love to be at all of it, and I see why Quinn. I mean it it takes a lot of yes. time, but uh, but now that my kids are older and stuff, I have a lot of time. <laughs> <laughs> so the answer short was. You're not going to quit anytime soon. That's my short answer. See, I like that. Yeah. I, anybody that's out there thinking, God, what are we going to do when Billy's... No, yeah. that day isn't coming. No. But we we would like more maybe people. Maybe put your and... name on the bathroom, like the Billy Lavender bathroom. I'm sure there's you been... get a name. I'm sure there's been a thought of that before. <laughs> you know, man. Concession stand? Yeah. Look, no. I, don't, I don't need my name on anything or anything like that. I just... I, I like. I mean, I, I feel like it's just as much blessing me. No, I get as it. it. Is no, no, as qu- me no question. No, mm-hmm. how's 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 it different for you taking the pyrotech pyrotechnic blow up thing on mm-hmm. the road versus mm-hmm. home? Can you take the so same stuff? So it's easier for me on the road. Really? Yes, because uh, see, Texas High they don't just travel with coaches and whatever. They've got they've got. And Gert and uh, Daryl, I think it's Daryl and uh, I mean his other brother Daryl, yeah, yeah, and his other brother Daryl, and I mean they've got so on the road all of it's taken and dropped off right where I need it, right. Whereas at home it's in the uh, it's in the field house and I have you to get it out get and it. drag it, yeah. and uh, so it's it's all sitting right there. And listen, it they are a well old machine and they they deserve a lot more credit than i do for that run out right. because they they get it all set up and and one of you know paul or gert usually are, they're the ones that are honking the train horn yeah. as they're running out because i'm over there blowing smoke with brass breeze and yeah uh <laughs> so you know it, it, it's it's a i mean they so you they, i don't have to I, and and let i don't have to take anything you know i've got some new stuff that coach stanford likes with these lights that okay. it, it's a it, it's some of that i think will probably be at the end of the year but are visitors shown. visiting places saying like you can bring a c but uh, not uh, want D, no, e, and I, F. so here's what i do so 
at home when I hook up the train horn, okay. I give it a make sure everybody's right, 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 you know, away from it or whatever. And I give it a test, you know, 15, right. 30 minutes before game time. I don't test it on the road because I don't want them seeing it. Uh. Because if you test it one time, like Mount Pleasant last year, you know, we were supposed to beat them up pretty good. Right. We didn't, but we were supposed to beat right. them up pretty good. Well, they came over, they saw it, they came over and they said, hey, we have one of those two. We're not going to honk it after the run out. So, so nothing during the game. And I was thinking, yeah, because y'all aren't going to score. When would you? Oh, you know, I didn't say that. Oh, I didn't say I'm glad you were I thinking did. it. Yeah, I was thinking it. Uh, but you, yeah, every now and then. Now, what was cool was this year. Uh, uh, I try to I try to evolve and uh, and if I see something I like I try to right. find something or, right. or have my brother in law make it. Uh, but uh, but yeah I, I try to. I get with other people if if they want to know about the smoke or whatever I let them know about it whatever so we try to help each other out. All right, we're gonna take a break. Fifteen minutes till top of the hour. Leaving the yard, Chuck Zach, Razorback Billy in here. We'll talk Razorbacks next when we come back. Here on the fan, one oh seven nine. Bush is celebrating the 19th anniversary of the world famous Budweiser Clydesdales. Come see them up close November 1st through 4th at the Front Street Festival Plaza in downtown Texarkana. And get your tickets now to see the country's most exciting new artist, Priscilla Block, Friday, November 3rd. The gates open to the block party at 5, presented by Bush Light. All purses and bags must be see-through. No coolers allowed, but bring your lawn chairs for the Bush Light Block Party November 3rd, downtown Texarkana. Almost overnight, our society is pushing gender change with no thought of consequences. A biological male in Canada had surgery to remove his male organs and attempt to give him female organs, and now he's filled with regret. No one seems to care, so he's seeking assisted suicide. Are better than our creator's design. This is what can happen. I'm Pastor John. Visit me at churchontheclock.org. This up and down economy, with a sense of protecting every hit, you work so hard for to achieve the all American dream. Let's start title with 150 years title experience. Handle every step of the closing process to give you peace of mind. Vast resources and customer experience is second to none. If it's your first house, commercial real estate transaction, or Stuart Title Texture Cannon will provide that peace of mind. Call 903 822 schedule your time today. Oktoberfest on the line is this Saturday. Presented by Commercial National Bank. Bring the whole family for fun, food, and live entertainment with the Dustin Perkins Band and Sawyer Guyman. Tickets available at MainStreetTexarkana.org. Made possible by Farmers Bank and Texarkana Emergency Center. Texarkana Media Center. Beer Garden hosted by Southern Insurance. Oktoberfest on the line this Saturday, downtown Texarkana. This ad paid for with a combination of state funds and private regional association funds. There's a solar eclipse this Saturday, so gear up, Texarkana. Get your Eclipser Safe Solar Sunglasses today at the scoreboard. Keep your eyes safe from damaging rays and enjoy the show. Available in hard plastic and paper frames. You're going to need them again for the big eclipse in April anyway. Ask about ordering in bulk with your company's logo. And a reminder that October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month, so get pinked out with socks, tees, and more at Scoreboard Screen Prints and Embroidery. Locally owned and operated since 1997 on College Drive and online at ScoreboardTXK.com. For 100 years, Arkansas State Parks have offered endless outdoor adventures and treasured places to connect with nature, family, 
parks around the state. Enjoy world-class mountain biking trails, scenic hikes, year-round fishing on sparkling lakes, and much more. It's time to get outside and celebrate a century. Find your next adventure today at ArkansasStateParks.com. Brought to you by the station of the Arkansas Broadcasters Association. Need some quick and easy cash? Come to Paul's Pawn and Gun. They specialize in collateral loans that can get you the money you need fast. Paul's Pawn and Gun has a variety of firearms, accessories, antiques, jewelry, and tools ready to take home today. Come by Paul's Pawn and Gun, 2609 East 9th Street. Come see our jewels and grip our tools at Paul's Pawn and Gun, 2609 9th Street. What's going on in the Twin Cities? It's the man's community calendar. The Greater Texarkana branch of the NAACP will have their 2023 Freedom Awards Banquet Saturday, October 28th at Texarkana College at the Truman Arts Center. Greet 6 p.m. Banquet 7 p.m. For tickets or information, visit the website at www.texarkanaacp.org. <laughs> Leaving the Yard live at 5 Monday through Thursday afternoons. And Leaving the Yard Rewind Tuesday through Friday mornings at 7 on 1079 The Fan. Don't call it a comeback. I've been here for years. I'm rocking my pants. All right, about 10 minutes till top of the hour. Leaving the Yard. Chuck Zach, Razorback Billy Lavender hanging out. Tomorrow we've got uh, Dwight McCowan in here. We'll do our uh, Nukes Sports Trivia Giveaway Contest tomorrow. And, of course, Picks of Righteousness. we got a full Thursday for you tomorrow as well. And, of course, uh, we were talking about Texas High. They've got a road game at Marshall. I'm going to say winners going to win this this uh, this district. I don't know. There's, the White House is out there, and, yeah. but I think it's here. Yeah. I think this is it. Yeah, I, I'll, I'll just tell you this. I remember from going to this Marshall game a long time ago is, you know, you, you think – or I tend to think that we're everybody's Super Bowl in our district sure. when they play us. Yeah. But Marshall is a I mean, they hate Texas High. Yeah. They you know, they feel like that little stepchild. They always I mean, they do everything I mean, like the that first year I went, they they ha- all had on shirts all off season that said beat Texas High. Okay. Then not state, not no. district what yeah. beat Texas High. Well, you're not gonna do those other things till you do that. So so that game that I'm talking about and it's funny because we had Quan Hampton in uh, a while back, and uh, that game they go up like eighteen to nothing. Okay, in the first half, and I mean it's they are rolling us, whatever, and it became the Quan Hampton show. He was intercepting balls. He was catching balls downfield on off. I mean it was it was crazy, but we came back and beat them. That All was right. that was in the Norton era. Alabama and Arkansas this week. I'm assuming you're going to Tuscaloosa. Maybe. Well, I wasn't going to Dallas, if you remember. Yeah, right. right. And, and then that, that ended happened. up happening. Well, so and that was a loss. So, if, so I don't know if, if I like any that. of my buddies with planes are listening and are going that way and are going that way. I could be swayed. Now I couldn't go to. I'd like to have gone to Oxford, but yeah. I couldn't go because I had my thirtieth class reunion. I know you wouldn't think that I'm over thirty. Thirtieth. Really? 30th, yeah. I'm an old man. Yeah, I'm an old man. But uh, I've never been to Tuscaloosa. See, that's I think it would be fun. And and two, I like their light show. I could get a little. I'm trying to work at Stanford and get. Oh yeah, you know. No, so. we my my, uh, my wife and I drove to South Carolina one year mm-hmm. and stopped at Talladega and stopped at at uh, 
at Alabama, Brian, stopped Danny at Brian Stadium. Denny Stadium, mm-hmm. and saw the statuary outside the stadium. At my wife, in fact, saw right. pictures on. Oh yeah, yeah. with with uh, with Nick and with Bear. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, last it's week, yeah, here, they can't run the football. Can't run the football. Not only can they not run it, but they can't. They can't go on the right snap count. That, no. They, you know, I mean, we, we've had so many third and ones. But, man, when I – and I probably talked about this offensive line. I mean, God love them. I couldn't do their job. But uh, but it's – I mean, we're not we're not getting engaged with guys and and even getting in the way. We're falling. Yeah. I, I, and, I, th- I mean, I think Sam's trying to do what, what he – you know, can do, but man, it, you got who you got now. That's I mean, right. Those are your guys. That's right. You're either going to coach them that's up better because right. there's no help coming. You're not. You're not no. activating anybody off the practice nope. squad, are you? No, nope, that's yeah. it. Yeah. So you um, know, I, I watched that thing. I know. I'm sure you did. Mm-hmm. I, I watched that game and thought the whole time, Ole Miss feels like they're sleepwalking after LSU. It just felt like that. That was a yeah. huge win last week. Yeah. They always struggle with Arkansas. It just didn't feel like they were engaged until they got down in the fourth and decided we better. Last week we're gonna we we wasted last week's win if we don't come out and do something at the end of this game. I hate to see social media. You know, I mean, it's fire the coach if he loses one game. It's always and I understand. I mean, same way with Dak and much much. You know, you asked me about Dak top ten whatever. My I'm kind of changing a little bit on Dak, but he's also you know throwing it from his butt a lot of times uh but uh man i'm i'm telling you arkansas is going on the road to lsu going on the road to ole miss and within Florida, one score Bama. within one score yeah. you know of, of winning and uh you know i mean and and the offensive line is in shambles uh and i know other people have injuries and stuff as well but uh but we'll get to see we'll get to see what they got this week social media this week was making a really big deal about the fact that the sec scheduling screwed the razorbacks over and the the pushback was this stop playing in little rock and stop playing at jerry's world Make them home and home games. Move, That's move right. the Little Rock game back that, to Fayetteville. AM would have been in Fayetteville. It was a home year. game. Mm-hmm. And so when you look at it, you're like, oh, this is so unfair. The Razorbacks are on the road for, you know, they until, until Mississippi State mm-hmm. next week, it'll be like four weeks in mm-hmm. a row on the. Well, no, it wouldn't. Because as you said, that was a home game that, home that the game. Razorbacks decided they want to play that game in Dallas as opposed to playing it in Fayetteville. So the question becomes now that you're in the SEC. You're in. Everybody knows you're in. Mm-hmm. Do you need that game to recruit the Metroplex anymore if you're the Razorbacks? Or is it just killing your chance to act, to actually put together a, a season that's going to be nine well, wins at, here, at any point here, in time? Here's, the, here, here's what I would ask on, on top of that question is, is if you thought that you needed that, which you probably did at the time, I need so that too. to recruit that. Okay, well, in the last 12 years, you've lost nine of those games or wh- whatever it is. How good it, How good are you recruiting? Now, are you saying just the trip down there and recruiting in there? Or are you saying that game to show off? Because your, you're not showing off. You know, I mean, we didn't show off. No, no, you're not showing off per se. Mm-hmm. But you have been in competitive good games. You, you haven't been yeah, blown out no, very often. No, that's right. They've been in good yeah. games. And, yeah. and part of the recruitment thing is 
You know, we, we're, we're bemoaning social media. Mm-hmm. You want to keep kids away from that, yeah. certainly. But you want them to see the experience of being part of that program. It's infinitely better in Fayetteville because you've got the whole thing around Absolutely. you. But you also want to see how does this team travel? Are there fans that come here for this team? Man, I'm I mean, just... Because if I'm playing, I want to know I'm not just going to go on the road and nobody's ever going to cheer. Am, am I going into a neutral place and there's people that are fans of the Arkansas Razorbacks that are here in the Metroplex, especially if I'm a Dallas-area kid and I can play in front of my folks? Here's what Arkansas couldn't, can't, but couldn't afford to let happen this year because we've started getting some really good recruits for us. We started getting some really good recruits. Mm-hmm. We couldn't afford to go and lay eggs. We couldn't afford to lose games that that we should have won. Uh, and you know, there's there's still a chance down the line, but we got a, still got some really tough toughies. Uh, but you know, those guys are are just committed. They're not committed on paper. They're just no, committed. At, it's oral, thin air. That's right. That's right. And, and you know how that is that's right now. Not, it's non-binding. It's non-binding. That's right. Uh, and so. You know, I you just you just lose those guys, and man, they they see what social media does, and and Arkansas social media just because we're around here is worse than anybody else's, oh, yeah. but it's the same everywhere. Right. I mean, you think you get on LSU social media <laughs> if you want to see it right now. I mean, they're that guy, they're I'm threatening sure. to kill him. Yes. You know, I'm uh, sure Nick had some haters yeah, after losing to yeah, Texas. Yeah, and, I mean, and bad offense for yeah. two weeks after that. I mean, it, it's it's just the nature of the beast. I hate that. I yeah. hate oh, I people getting on there and, and doing all that stuff. But so I, so but it. I got to ask you mm-hmm. now. We, we only got a minute. Uh-huh. They're two and four right now. Mm-hmm. You got to go to Bama. You got to go to Florida, and and just for argument's sake, those both go badly, and you're six losses. You can't lose another game or yeah. you miss a bowl game. Yeah. If this program doesn't get to a bowl game this year, I mean, is that on the verge of catastrophic with Texas and Oklahoma coming in? Or is it, eh? You know, I don't think Texas and Oklahoma coming in have any really big decision. I don't think that, that okay. weighs Doesn't in. play into it. No, because okay. you're only going to play one of them. Right, right. Uh, and, uh, but, you know... I'm not the guy that's paying seven million or six and a half million dollars a year, and I I don't, you know. But I'm going to support the coach, you know, as long as I can till it looks like he's given up or or anything like that. But but yeah, to answer your question, I mean, it's a it's pretty catastrophic yeah. if you don't make a bowl game I, I, right now. I kind I mean, of you, in your fourth year or whatever, you know, especially the way you came out there and you got all those trophies sitting around. You have all those, you know. Outback Bowls and yeah. you know, whatever. Yeah, but, I kind of felt that too. Yeah. If, if if the Razorbacks don't go six and zero in the other whatever, it's four and zero in the other games. Mm-hmm. That's problematic. Well, we'll find out Saturday. Billy Lavender, great that, to see you for half man, a show. That thing went quick. I'll this tell you time. what. Next week you do the whole thing, and I'm coming in at five. Yeah, sign me nice. up. We're done for today. Don't forget uh, tomorrow, Dwight McCown. Oh, any parting words, sir? Folks and Tigers. We'll see you guys again tomorrow. Here on the fan, 1079. If you missed any of today's show, get it on demand anytime on the fan1079.com. And catch the replay of today's leading the yard tomorrow morning at 7 right here on KCMC Texarkana 1079 the fan.